Hello. Welcome to Belonging Before Believing, where driving makes me mad, but I am a good and happy dad. I'm Patrick Mathers, pastor of Sovereign Joy Christian Fellowship. <sighs> what? What? Spit it out. I, I, <laughs> Get to it. I'm Brian Gumpy. I'm an elder at Sovereign Joy Christian Fellowship. That's the facts, Jack. Yeah. You're not faking. You're not perpetrating. You're not phasing anybody. You're the real deal. The full real deal. That's the facts, Jack. What are you talking about? I was just saying, I was just flowing. Did you get me? That's like not flow? like a reference to something? No. That's not something you I'm memorized? No. <laughs> memorized. <laughs> what have you done me to memorize stuff? You memorize all kinds of things. No, that was not. That was, that was freestyle. Wow. So, you know what? Drivers make me mad, Brian. Mm-hmm. Is it because okay. I, I missed the driveway at the storage unit? No, that was a good time. Though <laughs> That was pretty funny. I wasn't even going to bring that up. And then on Monday, reminding me. And on Monday night when I'm giving you a ride home <laughs> from Secret Tree, you're like, do you know a shortcut to my house? Because <laughs> you turned the wrong way. It's not the wrong way. It's like exactly in the middle. It's not. On the other side of that block. It's not. No, it is. It's not. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was thinking like more of like, so we live in a town where the, it's, it's, the, uh, it's college town. So politically, the people who I guess live around here or are from here are generally more conservative. And the people who have come here for the college and whatnot are generally a little more liberal. And I have found that at least to my notice, the liberal drivers, the crunchy drivers, are a little more frustrating to... Up top weird. Anyway, it stopped recording. Bumper McGee? Yeah. So what was I saying? You, you, you were, don't even know. You were ranting, I believe, about, about driving. liberal drivers. <laughs> I was. I was. They're aggro. Yeah. Way more aggro. Sounds like you're aggro. They, they were frustrating me. And you know what? When the, the far, I like the farmer's market, but when they park in my bank parking lot and I go to the bank to actually bank, and it's nothing but a bunch of Bernie drivers, and they are all there, and I can't park to use my ATM, yeah, I get a little frustrated. But you know what? That's fine. I love them. <laughs> I, I get over tell. it. I get over it real quick. Well, here I'm How long ago it. did that happen? About three hours, four hours ago. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, I no, had, I believe. You. Okay, but you know what? Also, you know what else about driving? Lily, my number four daughter, got her driver's permit, and she started driving. Now she's never going to listen to this, but Hope and Andy and some other people listen to this, so I gotta be tactful <laughs> how I say this. Lily is a cautious driver. And the caution worries me because it's the type of caution that could... Cause an accident. Cause somebody else to get in an accident. That's, Probably not us. That's the way that Augie drives. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like that little old lady who's mm-hmm. driving like 15 miles mm-hmm. an hour under the speed limit yep. and everyone's like swerving to like miss them. <laughs> yep. And like they, in their mind, everybody's yep. driving so fast and they're going to cause an accident. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And we have to pull the seat all the way forward for her because she's so tiny and it's, it's fabulous. But she's, even then her feet are like still like tiptoe in the pedals. <laughs> she's like wearing stilts to drive. <laughs> it's great. Uh, 
Like in Bro Brother, where art thou, where that little kid drives the car and he has to tie a brick to his foot so he can reach the pedals. Yeah, I like that. You remember that? No. I'm going to R U N N O F T. That's what he says. <laughs> he runned off. And See, then, and then it's they, super funny when you were like, "What <laughs> memorize stuff?" Because like immediately, my thought went to my thoughts went to two places. One, "Oh brother, art thou references?" And that like benediction from that church you grew up in. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, the benediction is just rep- repetition. I mean, it just got stuck in my craw. But stuck oh, in your what craw? Isn't that your brain, your head, your melon, your thinker, your noodle? <laughs> I like a noodle. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, have you ever seen a brain? <laughs> hey, speaking of smarts and wit and wisdom. Your brain or your head weighs a lot less with no brain. No, 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 no. Don't say that. <laughs> hey, <laughs> let's change the subject. What uh, <laughs> question do you have? All right. <laughs> Should Christians participate <laughs> in Lent? What? What? I think there are plenty of things that you should give up for 40 days, <laughs> but I don't know if this is what we should use to justify it. Is Lent 40 days? Isn't it? Uh, what? I don't know. Um, I, I've never done it. Well, then who are you to answer this question? Oh, I can answer this question. So, what? So, Lent. What's the, what's the point of Lent, Brian? Do you even know? Um, I believe that Lent is meant to be a type of fasting and that it's supposed to be like an extra special type of fast. <laughs> extra special? Es- extra special. Okay. So in the same way that fasting is supposed to turn your focus to something, anytime you're hungry, you, anytime you got a hankering, you're supposed to focus mm-hmm. on the reason why you're not eating. Mm-hmm. I would think it would be a similar concept in whenever you don't, you know, eat chocolate. The ho-hos. Or caffeine. Or lemon meringue pie. Or you uh, you give up swear words. Oh, my favorite is when people give up sins for Lent. <laughs> it's my favorite. <laughs> Way to put yourself out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or I heard one person say they're giving up the gym for Lent. Oh, I'm going to get fat for Lent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway. so I'm going to give up healthy food for Lent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Suffering for Jesus. Uh, so yeah, then so you're you, supposed to focus on the reason why you're not doing the thing that apparently you just didn't want to do. So anyway. you're supposed to go to church on a Wednesday, which is an odd day in the middle of the week to just go in, and they're going to rub the ash on your head. Yeah, and then once that ash has been rubbed, dude, you're in. Dude, you're I locked in. I had never really been around Catholics on Ash Wednesday until I worked at Dutch Bros mm-hmm. and they were driving through my line and they had the ash on their forehead and I'm looking at I'm like I think I almost I think I might have said something to the first one like dude you got something on your head. <laughs> oh I've done that for sure. Yeah. Like not realizing yeah. what the day was been like, hey you got something. They're like, no it's Ash Wednesday. And I'm like, oh yeah okay. Yeah. <laughs> You still got, I mean, it's still there. <laughs> it didn't go away for because you just said that. <laughs> for because, yeah. So, so you, you, you take the ash on the Wednesday and it locks you in and then you're committed till you get to the Easter, right? <laughs> That's it, right? Yeah. It's like to get you ready for Easter. Yep. For 40 days, it takes you to get ready for Easter. Now, Okay, so you got to give something up. So you get a hankering for the chalupa. 
And you can't go get a chalupa because you gave it up for Lent. Are these Taco Bell chalupas? And yeah, are okay. there other kinds? Yeah. Okay, all kinds of. You think Taco Bell look, invented the chalupa? Look, look, we are equal opportunity lenter here, so okay. No, the chalupas can be from anywhere. So well, they can't be from anywhere. <laughs> it's more like it, but. Well, you, you're not going to get a chalupa at In and Out. You're not going to get a chalupa at Jack in the Box. Right. Anyway, please proceed. You're not going to get a chalupa at Del Taco. Please proceed. Like with more restaurants. <laughs> You're not going to get a chalupa at Tung Fung Lo. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Although that would be an amazing... Or Coco Ramen. Or Coco Ramen. Or Taj, the Indian cuisine. That's what it's We talk for. about local... Taj, we talk Indian about local cuisine. restaurants a lot on this podcast. <laughs> it's, it's, in, it's all in a desire to lure people to Chico to come here. Yeah. Come with us. We have good food. But sorry if you give up chalupas for Lent. So you give them up for 40 days. You get a hankering for the chalupa. Oh, yeah. Easter's coming. I got to get ready. So, <laughs> okay, so you pray? Is that what you do? I right. mean, I'm, I'm, I'm being a little silly, but part of me is like, I'm not exactly sure. Like, you give this thing up. So you pray? So You think about Easter? You think about Jesus? You focus on the cross? I don't know. The resurrection? I don't know. Okay, how many people do you think that got the Asher are thinking about Jesus every time they get a hankering? Very few. Okay. But I'm I'm cynical that way. Okay. So okay. here's my... Uh, are we just going to rant about Lent? No, no, no. Here? I got... So, there's a take. No, I'm a, there's, I'm, I'm, there's a point. Oh, go ahead. Because I was going to rant about something else. Okay, so here's here's the deal. When... When we can sit here and riff like this and try to figure out the point that it, it, it should key in, especially to people who are reading their Bible and studying their Bible, this is a man-made thing. It's purely 100% man-made. There is nothing in Scripture that even hints at observing Lent. There's not even, there, there's not even a command to observe Christmas or Easter. In fact, we're supposed to observe the resurrection every single Sunday, which is why we gather on Sundays now. And so in a sense, it's like every Lord's Day is a celebration of Easter instead of on this one day on a calendar when people will come to church. So I'm going to say this, Brian, big overarching picture is that when we come to man-made traditions I am not 100% sold on them. I am not keen on them. I am not interested. You know, I mean, I, we, we, we've done Advent, and mm -hmm. I'll be the first to admit that's a man-made structure. Totally. Um, but we like it, so we do we it. We like it, so we do it. But, but there's nothing in me that says this is something that I guess we're compelling our church to do if it's something that we're all doing as, as an act of worship on a Sunday night. But in the same sense, it's like if somebody didn't want to come, it'd be fine. It's 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 purely a man-made. I could I could we didn't do it this year, right? So we could do without it because we wouldn't do it fine. in place of a normal service, right? Right. Things we can't do without would be like worshiping on Sunday, right? Um, preaching the text, taking communion, baptizing new believers. You know, these are things that are clearly portrayed for us in Scripture, commanded in Scripture. And so when it comes to the man-made traditions, 
And I don't think Christians not only, I, I think that there's wisdom in maybe avoiding them. There might be some benefit to them, but I really get antsy when somebody, be, even I get a whiff that they think that this is mandatory. So Christians should be doing right. So real quick, uh, you know how you type in Google something in Google and then there's mm-hmm. like a drop down of like the yeah. seven most popular searches uh-huh. for that thing. Yep. So I saw what is history of Lent and okay. then Britannica.com okay. says Lent in the Christian church, a period of penitential preparation for Easter. Repenting. Oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> yes. In Western churches, it begins on Ash Wednesday, mm-hmm. six and a half weeks before Easter. And Locks pro- you in. And pro- <laughs> yes. <laughs> and provides for a 40-day fast. Uh-huh. Sundays are excluded. Oh, uh, live it know, up. Yeah. As, right. as in most fasts. <laughs> uh, an imitation of Jesus Christ fasting in the wilderness before he began his public ministry. So the timing what? of it makes absolutely no sense. And again, Britannica.com, who knows, but... That was kind of funny. No, that me. Pro- I mean, that's probably accurate. So my question is, why is this a... I mean, other than the fact that it's man-made. <laughs> um, why is this a Catholic thing? Oh, because they love tradition. And they love man-made things? They, well, they've made a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> a lot, a lot, a lot of things. and A lot of extra-biblical things? Oh, yeah. A ton of things. And and what, here's... The, now and when I say extra-biblical, I don't mean, like, very biblical. Like, like super-duper. I mean, like, I, yeah. this is biblical, just, but this is extra-biblical. <laughs> I mean, outside of biblical. Like, when you go to the Mexican food restaurant and you get the tacos, but you get the especial tacos? <laughs> this is not like that. No. <laughs> By extra biblical, it's not in the Bible. So there's a lot of those things. Now, here's what I do want to say, though, is that I believe that some of those things began well-intentioned. Sure. So let me give you a good example. Vestments. Okay, you go into certain churches, and they're wearing these robes, and some of them got a doohickey on their head, and you're wondering, what in the world? And, you know, a miter? What? And you just don't understand these things. Well, those things were instituted so that you would understand that as you came into a church, this person is right now functioning in the office, in the role as pastor, as <coughs> leader of the congregation. And when he doesn't have those vestments on, yeah, he might have a collar on or he might be, you know, walking around town with a Bible, but, uh, but he's not functioning in that role in a worship service. So vestments are a good thing designed to key you into the fact here in this time, in this place, he's functioning in this office. So he is not greater than the office, but the office is greater than him. He's functioning in this role. So it's a good thing, right? Yeah, when, you under, when you know what's going on. Sure. But who knows what's going on anymore? So I think they... <laughs> who stuck- knows what's going on anymore? <laughs> so I think a lot of these traditions started out well-intentioned, Lent probably started out well-intentioned and some poor monk giving up his potatoes for 40 days for he could get ready for Easter's, you know? It's it's probably somewhere along the line. He saw, oh, Jesus did it? Oh, well, I'm in the wilderness out here in St. Dutiful Rock of the behemoth. I'm going to just take a page out of Jesus's book and fast for 40 days. You should name things for a living. <laughs> That's, hey, you know, there's a funny, uh, never mind. I'm going to keep talking about good stuff, Bible stuff. 
<laughs> Extra biblical stuff. <laughs> so it's probably well-intentioned. And the m- other monks come around him and are like, what are you doing? Oh, I'm doing the fast for the 40 days to get ready for the Easter. Oh, that sounds great. Let me do it too. So, and so that, that's probably how it started. And then other people came along and they're like, oh, this is... And it just spread out from there. And before you know it, it becomes tradition after a couple of hundred years. And, you know, people know why they're doing it. But at the same time, it's like it's lost its oomph. Yeah. Because all it's become is just root, routine, rote, rote. Yeah, rote. Yeah. So you talking about Pastor No or Monk No Potato Man? In, yep. In, in, yep. The, in the brother No Potatoes in the fortress of the behemoth. Yep. And, yep. Yeah. Yep. So yep. that brought up what I was going to hopefully get to eventually, which is finally you get if, here. I know. My gosh. <laughs> If do this like this, I'm in a chair that has like arms, and we're like out in the sun right now, and I'm like got my sunglasses on, I'm slouching, I'm comfy, dude. Dude, I am true red neck right now. <laughs> I can feel the sun just boring into my spinal cord. So if this is a short episode, <laughs> you know why? Okay, so if uh, Monk of the Behemoth is telling his monk monk bro, yeah. hey dude, I'm doing this, I'm doing this fast. Uh huh. To get ready for the Easter's, mm-hmm. as you so eloquently put it. Yep. Yeah. So that that in itself is my biggest issue with Lent is if this is really just like an extra special fast, are are you supposed to like when you're on a fast go tell everybody like, hey, did you hear? Come <laughs> <I'm> on. <laughs> I gave. <laughs> I'm on the wilderness fast. I gave up hot sauce for <laughs> for Lent. <laughs> Look at me. Uh, I, I, I can't answer that. I don't. Yeah, I think it's. Yeah. Yeah. You, but isn't right. You're going around telling everybody what you gave up. Right. You're not right. supposed to talk about like your fast when you're fasting. Right. That, that's what Matthew six says. Yes. 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 So isn't Lent in that case like the worst fast of all time? Because <laughs> step one. Pick something that you don't really like that you're going to give up for Lent. Or maybe you marginally like it. Or or maybe you do the opposite way and you just want to look so spiritual. So you're like going to give up water for Lent. <laughs> you're going to die for Lent. <laughs> so this is, step, this is step one. Pick something that you hate or something that is necessary for living and give it up for Lent. Step two, tell everybody you know about what you're giving up for Lent. It's like CrossFit. <laughs> yes. I will, I did not give up CrossFit. No, for you Lent. walked into that one though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, the, look, it, the, the the what we the fact of the matter is is we, we we want to be faithful to the Bible and faithful to what Scripture says and the things that it commands us to do: Sunday worship, baptism, Lord's Supper, fellowship, um, praying together, um, those kind of things. We we want to do them. Um, regularly, often, that needs to be the fabric of, of who we are as a church. And granted, every church, every denomination, every instance is going to have certain traditions that get attached to it. You can't avoid that because we're people. We're humans. So there's going to be man-made elements. The problem is, is that I see it is when we focus on the man-made elements to the exclusion of the others. So I know how many people are rubbing ash on their head or getting it rubbed on their head. I I don't think they do it themselves, but the priest does it. And then they, but they don't read scripture. They don't, you know, pray or fellowship with their believers. I mean, by fellowship, I mean, getting together and talking about scripture. They, they, they don't, 
participate in the Lord's Supper accurately as it's contained in Scripture. They, they, they see it as something as, again, another tradition where it actually becomes the body and blood or Jesus is in and around and upon and near and through and those kind of things. Um, what, it, it worries me, and, and I want to be very cautious when we start um, participating in man-made traditions and they, they kind of seem to become more important than other things. And so I would caution people, if you're going to go do Lent, you, man, be, really better know why. And then at the same time, don't make sure you're not legalistic about it. You're not thinking, if you in any way think you're more spiritual because you're doing this, you, you're wrong. <laughs> you, you don't have a biblical leg to stand on, you know, and um, why, why do you need a special time of the year to do this? Do, do, you know, do it in August. Do it in June or do it in October, you know, um, something along those lines. So I, 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 I'm not a fan of tradition, man-made stuff. But at the same time, I'm not saying it's absolutely worthless and stupid and we shouldn't do it. I mean, I'm going to school right now and getting my degree, and that's a man-made thing, you know, that I'm doing. And I think it's going to better me as a pastor down the road. Um, but there's no mandate to do that. You see what I mean? Yeah. So man-made things, although that that we don't find them necessarily in Scripture, like Lent, can have value and can maybe help. But at the same time, you know, they're far too. It's far too easy to elevate those things over and above truly spiritual things that we are called to do. You know what is another man-made thing that people in like Baptist churches would flip out if we like talked about how it's an extra man-made thing and like whatever mm. i'm thinking potluck is the word that you're thinking of no it's a lot more oh. like spiritually minded than that what is it baby dedication ah dun 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 yep baby dedications we we wanted to be presbyterian but we weren't willing to go that far <laughs> <laughs> uh, we really don't, like them don't dunk my baby <laughs> just just don't sprinkle him either. Just just talk about him a little bit. Just talk about him and tell me how good a we parents we are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I have I've done baby dedications. We have. I've done like I don't know, probably but, five or six of them. I uh, think not very many. I don't, I don't think, think have I think done it's more that than many. That? No. No, I I, I would have guessed hmm. like two or three. Yeah, maybe at Sovereign Joy anyway. Yeah. But and it's one of those things where like when it was like really important to the parents that they do that. Okay, so you want to get up in front of the church and say that you are um, uh, resolved to raise your child, your usually very new child, mm-hmm. in a way that uh, honors the Lord. And that you are going to parent mm-hmm. um, in the way that scripture outlines and you want to be up in front of everyone and just commit to that. I'm like, okay, like, cool. Yeah, that, like, that's fine. That's and fine. When we've done it, we've had the congregation respond back to that we're will that we're going to help, you know, the parents along and we're yeah. gonna be there for the child and for them as well. But you're right, it's not commanded in scripture it's not even hinted at well i guess jesus is dedicated there in in um the beginning of i think it's luke i think it's luke 2 where he's dedicated but even with that it's still like that that that's not something that's you find normative in the new testament if in scripture you find something that only happens to jesus and you're trying to well i guess i gotta do that thing now it's the 40-day fast right (laughs) and the baby dedication they're the same thing right yeah 
that that we don't we don't have a a warrant in the New Testament to continue that. So I don't know. I I certainly am not pushy with baby dedications. If somebody comes along and says, "Hey, I want my baby dedicated," I okay. You don't need to, right? I mean, <laughs> Jesus is enough, but okay. And we'll we'll do a little do a little show and dance. Stick out your ESV and just kind of knock the baby on either shoulder like they're being knighted. Your baby has been dedicated. Or take my new one and so with God and just whack them with it. <laughs> Benny Hinn style, just smack them on the head. <laughs> Boom, your baby's dedicated. Hey, you. You're the Lord's. No charge. <laughs> That'd be a hundred dollars. Sweet. <laughs> that was tidy. I like it. Hey, do you got a question of the day? Oh, uh, I really want to ask it, but it almost Go, it, do it. It feels <laughs> no, don't, don't. It feels edgy in light of the thing that we just <laughs> discussed. Don't hold back. Okay, so tomorrow. You have to give up something in a fast that's not like food. Like you have to, you have, you have to participate in Lent. No, you're not the boss of me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, go ahead. What? Well, what would be the thing that would be in that sweet spot where it's like not essential? Like you're not giving up water, mm-hmm. but it's something where like if you missed it, like it would feel like a fast. Uh, I had a funny one, and then you ended it with, it's going to feel like a fast, and now I can't use... I was going to say scotch eggs. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're good. I've had them a couple times, but, you know, I could give those up. <laughs> they're not hanging around my house all the time, so, yeah. I, I tried making scotch eggs once, and they were terrible. Oh, Andy made them, and they're uh, delicious. The I, think I, just, made I think I just wrecked it. It yeah, was I not good. Yeah. I'm going to tell you you did, even though I don't didn't have them. Yeah. Um, doggone. Um, okay. You know what? I, I regularly go to Noodle House because <laughs> it's right by my work and I can walk there. And I usually get the... Um, Dude, I had terrible beer. food from there the one time I went. It was like cold soup. Oh, yeah. You got it wrong because I, I usually get the pho bowl and the Vietnamese sandwich. Like your wife makes those. Those oh yeah 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 they're like super bon good. Me. sandwich yeah, yeah. and uh, theirs is really good there. I think if I had to give up that sandwich, I'd be disappointed because I eat it quite a bit, and I'd be like, ah, oh, doggone, all right. I just walk across the street to Chipotle. But <laughs> what would you do? What would you give up? So I could say coffee. But I think that no, it's like you're just going to give up. Coffee. It's just past water. Who are you kidding, dude? It's just yeah, past yeah, water. Yeah, yeah. I would. It would not do well for my spiritual uh, experience for the forty days. I think I could give up Spotify for forty days, and instead of listening to music, I could actually just like pray when I'm driving around, and it would oh. actually benefit my spiritual experience. Okay. I think that would actually be like a good Lent. Okay, I think I'd give up. If I had to do that, then I'd probably have to give up podcasts. I was going to say, I'd have to lump it in yeah. and do it together. I, I mean, That'd I don't, be tough, I don't listen to Spotify very much, but podcasts, that would be tough. Because, I mean, that's what I listen to when I'm driving anywhere. Right. Yeah, yeah. And then I would have time, but I wouldn't spend any other way. So I would just end up praying a lot more. I pray when I listen to podcasts. I do too, but it would be different. Yeah. It would be, it would be different. It would be different. But yeah. Way to bring it down. I don't even. I don't know why I brought it down. I didn't make it sound like Lent's a good idea, though. At the end, it's not. 
You so made- it's, it's not. You made me feel bad. Dude, I just said it off the air, but uh, I did not say it since we started recording. That Somebody texted me the other day, and I think it was some joke. I think they did say something like CrossFit or whatever. They're like, oh, hey, are you going to give this up for Lent, blah, blah, blah. And my response was, no, I'm not Catholic. <laughs> well, dude, there's lots of Christians that it, do it, too. It's like the cool thing to do. There, no, there's lots of Protestants, I should say, that do it, too. Lots and lots and lots. That's what I mean. It's it's weird to me. Why are I, we taking Why are we taking man-made rituals from Catholicism and adopting them and making them Protestant. I think it's, it's in like the spirit. It's like we're trying to shine up a turd. <laughs> right? That's what it is. I think it's in the spirit of inclusion. And like, oh, there's like plenty to learn if from everyone. And co-belligerence, let's actually do something that matters. Yeah. No, That's I agree. my thought. I agree. Yeah. Anyway, so if you had to do Lent and it was actually going to be a decent thing worth doing, what would you give up? Hot dogs. Yeah. And whether you're participating, Lent, or you're somebody who we think is cool, eh. we believe you belong. <laughs>